0: Join with me for the next few minutes as I leave with you a message that the Lord has laid in my heart. previous thumbnail I spoke to you on the subject how to set the church on fire for God or how individual believers in a spiritual sense can be set on fire for God and on that occasion I set before you an important proposal and the proposal is this the individual comes to this conclusion this deep conviction no confidence in the flesh The second important thing was to discover an important plan, and that plan at its heart was the utter abandonment of oneself to the Lord. And following on from that plan was this consuming passion, and the passion being, the love of Christ constraineth me. And if the love of Christ constrains us, it will lead us to that important prayer, Lord, send the fire. And of course, We need to have an important principle as the overarching framework of this desire to be set on fire for God, and that is have faith in God. And that's all about starting the fire, or as I like to describe it, kindling the fire. And many of you are aware of this subject. But today I want to move on. I want to set before you another thought, and it's this, stopping the fire. Or killing the fire in a spiritual sense. Now you're well aware that many churches have given themselves over to a a cold and a dead kind of orthodoxy. And sadly many uh, churches are like huge refrigerators. Uh, People are chilled when they come in uh, and they're chilled when they go out. Uh, And I want to suggest to you uh, this time uh, some particular reasons uh, as to how to stop the fire in your own heart and life and how to stop the fire in the church. The the first step that I would suggest to you about killing the fire is this, sinful company. Someone has said, show me your friends and I will show you the future. Uh, Another has said, show me your company, and I will show you your character. You're well aware of the fact that our company has a huge impact upon our character. Uh, And most uh, of us as individuals, and not just born-again Christians, have only a very select and a few uh, inner circle of friends, maybe four or six individuals. But if you're a professing Christian, and you're hanging about with unbelievers, Uh, And those unbelievers are suggesting to you that will go into certain dens of iniquity, maybe going into the uh, public house to consume uh, alcoholic beverage or or maybe uh, smoking uh, some sort of pot or joint uh, around the back of a bike shed or something like that. Uh, and, and you feel under pressure to, to conform, uh, or, or maybe it's uh, to uh, indulge in some sort of uh, pornographic magazine that they're looking at, and they're urging you to look, and they're all laughing and giggling, uh, and and you have to make a, a decision. You see, that's what I'm talking to you about. Your sinful company has a huge impact uh, upon our character, uh, and um, I know that, Uh, some Christians uh, find it very difficult to stand in the open air. It, It makes them uneasy. I can remember as a young Christian being invited to stand in the open air with my Bible in the hand. And as I stood there, friends that I knew before I was converted were looking at me and some were shouting obscenities and some were looking rather oddly at me. And of course, it, it made you feel uneasy. That's the sort of thing that I'm talking about. And this is one of the ways that the devil uses to kill the fire, not only in our own hearts and lives, but kill the fire in the house of God, the sinful company. Uh, And also then there's another step uh, and that is to do with uh, sinful choices. Um, So often uh, we uh, make a wrong choice and we uh, choose to uh, say and do the wrong thing. Uh, We want you to be well aware of the um, things that can uh, take up uh, an interest in our lives. And uh, many, of course, uh, if you think of the film industry, uh, you think of the, the pop scene today, uh, you, you think of the uh, football clubs, uh, and the, the reality is that uh, many of them have a, a worldview that's completely different from the worldview of, of the Christian. Uh, and if you're constantly watching the movies from Hollywood, or you're constantly following your uh, favourite football team, uh, and that's the consuming passion and interest in your life, or or you're following all the latest fads that that come out of the pop world, then what I'm suggesting is that that will have an impact on, on your mind and in your heart, and would impact the very choices that you make. Not only will your sinful company, but that will lead to sinful choices, and your lifestyle will be impacted and affected by that. Uh, and of course, on top of that, then there's um, uh, sinful cares. Uh, how many of God's people have allowed, for example, business to take over as far as their lives is concerned? Uh, I remember uh, hearing a Christian testify that when he used to come in from work, he run a coal and oil business, that he spent 30 minutes, 40 at times, reading his Bible, talking to the Lord in prayer uh, and talking to his wife and talking to his family. And then he got a television Uh, and before he knew it he said it was 11 and half 11 and maybe 12 o'clock at night when he's switching off the TV. And then it just dawned on him he hadn't read his Bible, he hadn't offered a prayer. And then it was just a quick verse, then it was just a little prayer. Uh, Lord bless me and my house uh, at this time. Uh, Because he was tired uh, and his body was weary and he wanted to sleep and his mind was heavy. Uh, And that individual man decided then that he was getting rid of the TV. He was going to junk it because it had become a problem in his life. That's what I mean by uh, sinful concerns. We can allow things to take over uh, and that impacts upon our prayer life. Uh, It impacts upon our time uh, spending uh, reading the Holy Scriptures. It it impacts upon our time uh, studying other good uh, Christian literature. So I, I trust that you're seeing a, a pattern here. You're, you're getting the picture. Here's the things that kill the fire. Do you know that there's people that in our company can kill the fire in our hearts and lives because of their behavior and how it impacts upon us? And that leads to our sinful choices. We can begin to adopt their mindset. And of course, that will lead to sinful cares. We will allow these things to take over and then the things of God are set to the one side. But there's also sinful conduct Uh, we can begin then to uh, adopt the very lifestyle and and worldview of of those that we claim that are our friends. Uh, And we become guilty then of willful and repetitive sin. Remember, the the Bible says, uh, follow peace with all men and holiness, uh, without which no man shall see the Lord. The Lord Jesus said in the Sermon on the Mount, Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. You see, it's our sins that blocks us out from seeing God. It's our sins that cause him to hide his face from us. It's our sins that cause him to withdraw his presence and, and to deny us that rich intimacy of fellowship with him. And, of course, this helps to uh, kill the fire. And then, of course, there's a, a, a sinful carelessness because then there's a failure to witness. Our life is not speaking for Christ. Our lips are not speaking for Christ. And all of these means are um, weapons, really, in the hand of our enemy, the world, the flesh, and the devil, to bring about this um, killing of the fire. Instead of kindling the fire, we're killing the fire in our hearts and lives. And then whenever we look at our lives, then we should ask ourselves the question, why am I not on fire for God? Why is my church not on fire for God? Is this part of the reason that the company is wrong? The mindset is toward entertainment. The mindset is towards business. The the mindset is bent on repetitive sin that's unconfessed and unrepented of before the Lord. And you have a secret love for that sin and therefore you fail to witness. And and your lifestyle then is not speaking well for the honour and glory of Christ. I commend this thought with you at this time. I pray that you'll consider this matter and ask yourself honestly, Am I in fire for God? And if not, why not? And what's the problem? Are these things the problem that that I've sought to pinpoint at this time? If they are, go to God and confess them. Repent of them beforehand and cry out for cleansing, cry out for an infilling. Remember the Apostle John said, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. What we greatly need today is uh, churches and fire for God, pastors and elders and deacons and church members and fire for God. Therefore, let's beware uh, our friends that we choose. Let's beware of the mindset we adopt. The entertainment from Hollywood. Uh, Let's beware of a a, a work ethic and and a business mindset that takes us away from the Lord. Let's beware of repetitive sin. Let's beware of a failure to witness. And pray, Lord, set me in fire for your glory. The uh, uh, Apostle Peter uh, at one time stood at the enemy's fire. And, and there uh, he uh, was exposed to these very things that I'm speaking to you about. And you can read about that in Luke chapter 22 and the verse 55. Think of Peter at the enemy's fire warming his hands. And then he was asked, art thou not one of them? Let, let's bear good testimony for Christ. I, I commend this to you and I pray the Lord will bless this thought even at this time. In Jesus' name. Amen.